Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Sunday, March 26th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're talking about the Supergirl and Flash crossover. Uh, season 3, episode 17 of The Flash, titled Duet, the musical. Um, so, Barry and team are surprised when Monel and Hank henshaw arrive on their earth carrying a comatose supergirl who is whammied by the music meister unable to wake her up they turn to team flash to save her however the music meister surprises the flash and puts him in a similar coma one that team flash can't cure kara and barry wake up without their powers in an alternate reality where life is like a musical and the only way to escape is by following the script complete with singing and dancing to the end so what'd you think of this sec all right, so going into it, I knew it was a musical. It's not like it was a surprise. And I knew that some of it might be a little rough to get through. And honestly, all the way up to almost like three quarters in, I was totally on board. It was cool. I liked it. <laughs> and then they sang the Super Friend song. And I was like, man, this is rough. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was hard to get through. Um, but other than that, it was actually, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, it was a pretty unique way to tell this story and to really it's about getting super it's about resolving the supergirl uh the Kara slash monel storyline and the barry slash iris storyline at the same time and i don't know i thought it was kind of a fun unique way to do it yeah so i tend to not be fans a fan of musicals um if you tell me there's a really good musical movie or just an okay movie about anything else i will choose the okay movie <laughs> Um, I, I think, would you, would you say you're also not a big fan of musicals then, Zach? I, I'd say I'm a bigger fan than you are, but I would not call myself a huge musical fan. <laughs> okay. So having said that, I think this was for the most part pretty good. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I, about as good as I could have wanted from, from a musical like this. Um, I think I only wanted to fast for, I only, my total count of wanting to fast forward and or physically cringing was three or less throughout this, which is pretty good. Um, yeah. Pretty good for, for most musicals. I, I um, It's just a personal preference. I don't like when people sing for two minutes about something that they could have said in, in 10 seconds. Uh, I know a lot of people do love that, and, and I don't have a problem with that, but it just doesn't, it's not for me. Um, so, but yeah, having said that, I tended to, to really enjoy this for the most part and it was goofy and, um, weird and, and everything, but that's what you expect with a music meister musical. And I think for the most part, they handed everything well. And while I, I don't necessarily love the songs, I think it was cool to get to see people sing, uh, some talented singers get to sing and, and, um, I didn't have as much of a problem with the super friends, although it, yeah, it was cheesy, but it was okay for me. So I guess we'll get into it now. Yeah. And this, this episode honestly reminded me kind of like a Legends of Tomorrow episode. Just crazy, wacky, like almost Elseworld kind of thing. Um, so it was kind of fun. Yeah. So it got set up on Supergirl. We, uh, you can listen to our review yesterday that we did of that. But basically the last two minutes was Music Meister showing up and whammying Kara and stealing the the little thing that Cisco gave her that lets her make breaches and stuff because he wanted to get to where Flash was. 
I don't know why Musicmeister couldn't get there himself with the with the talent he showed, but um, I guess it was a yeah. more theatrical entrance for him. Yeah, so let's let's just talk about that. Musicmeister's powers, like he's faster than Flash. It seems like. So it seems like he can take others' powers, is what they showed later. Right. So, yeah, that like fixed it a little bit, I guess, when they explained that. But still, like he was i don't know because it was weird because like in the, the episode he was in the process of draining their powers so like he didn't have their powers fully but really early on he seemed to be faster than flash and kid flash which was it was just kind of weird and i was like man music meister is a lot more powerful than i thought yeah everything with music meister was weird um because they didn't really explain it and i don't think you have to i guess i guess you yeah. can try to get away with it in a musical but his powers seem to be limitless. I don't know if he was actually draining their powers or if he wanted the Star Labs people to think he was draining their powers to test them to see if they were heroic enough. Um, so I don't know if anything that he was doing was real. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this is very different from the Music Meister in, in Batman the Brave and the Bold. And he's got insane powers. And he really shouldn't be called the Music Meister because he just sent them to a dream state and it happened yeah. to be a musical. Uh so that's more coincidence than anything else. Yeah, because and it, it almost seems like and it, it got set up on Supergirl where she was liking musicals at the beginning of the episode and then <clears throat> Barry was watching musicals because he watches it with his mom and stuff. And so, it, like you said, it's 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 a musical because musicals mean something special to both of them, not because Music Meister forced them to do it. Right. And so I actually like the fact that they did that in the way that they kept you know, Kara was watch- talking about musicals and then Barry was watching musicals. I'm like, we know this is going to be a musical. We get it. But they actually made it an, the in-story reason for why the show was a musical. And so I thought that was a pretty cool use of it. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Music Meisters, the actor? Uh, I mean, he did okay. He he did. He was pretty goofy. And um, I don't know. He was kind of, he was scarier than I thought Music Meister was going to be. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any complaints. I think he did a good job for what was needed he, it was very similar to like mixy pitlick basically he's just pops up out of nowhere he's got a lot of bravado he knows what very he's mysterious about. yeah so yeah, yeah i thought good. the i thought the actor did a really good job and really music maestro was the hero of this story um weird enough so yeah so i guess we get into well we can talk about wally real quick get that out of the way um one of music maestro's things was that he wanted wally was in a funk and so he pretended to be robbing a bank to get basically so Wally would get back up on that horse. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a good twist. I, I thought that Music Master was a bad guy. And, and then I thought, like, he's doing all this just to rob a bank. Like, it seems like there could have been an easier way to do this. But uh, yeah, and now like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> with all he can do, why does he even need to or want to rob a bank? So that was a cool twist. And it was nice to see. It looks like Wally's back for now anyway. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, and then in the, we can just talk about when they're in the dream state too, um, getting to see all the people that came together. That was pretty cool. So like Cisco and Wynn together, man, what I would, it would be cool if they could like get together more often. I think they. In in one of their worlds. Right. One of their real worlds. Yeah. I, I like both of those characters so much and they do have a lot of common, um, but it was pretty cool seeing them with like their 50s gangster accents and. They're both pretty good singers. Wynn is a really good singer. Jeremy Jordan, I think is the actor's name, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was really impressive. So it was cool to see that. And then Merlin and 
uh, Joe and Joe and, and Stein. And Stein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, I think the, they all did a really good job singing wise and a lot of them are experienced and, you know, I think for the most part, I don't have any complaints about their actual singing ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about the whole Iris and Monel together in the dream state? I thought that was another kind of pretty clever twist, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, you know, we can get into whether Music Meister did the right thing with them, but I think that was a cool little little twist and setup, and then you got to see how how Barry and Kara reacted to that. Yeah, and it works out. I mean, it just forces them to change their perspective about you know the fights that each one of them is having with their respective loved ones, and so it's the end of the day. They kind of, I think, they both kind of come to terms with what has been troubling them in their relationship. So. It's cool. I just don't understand why Music Meister is watching them and why he <laughs> decided this was a good time to come in and why change things. Why he cares. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I don't, the only thing with all uh, with all the relationship stuff is uh, I I personally just felt it more with Barry and Iris than Manel and Cara. Yeah. Um, Manel and Cara have been dating, what, a couple weeks now? Right. And Barry and Iris, you know, we know they're meant to be and they've had feelings for each other for a long time. So... I didn't really, the Monel and Kara stuff just felt kind of forced and like almost like they were trying to make it seem the same, but it, it didn't feel the same at all to me. Yeah, it's almost like they caused all of that stress and strain in the Supergirl side just so they would have an excuse to make this episode. Yeah, so that's that's really a good point. And maybe we should have seen that coming, but it's crazy. Like you end it with Supergirl just saying, no, Mono, we're done. And then at the end of this one, she's like, oh, well, just don't do that again or I'll drop a mountain on you. Shucks. And um, I guess it's okay because it was a musical, but we were out of the the musical by that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm really curious. I'm really curious for the, the people who watch Supergirl and, and didn't watch this crossover. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a bit of a, a sharp contrast between the one end of one episode and the start of the next yeah i'm assuming they'll do like a previously on maybe and like show something from the crossover of them getting back together i don't know i'm sure but i mean that's gonna be shocking yeah either way (laughs) i'll make them go back and watch the flash and find out that the flash is cool and yeah so yeah um that was a something else though i I liked about when they were in the inside the musical as they were still poking fun at musicals a little bit like they kept saying like oh man everything's so much easier in musicals and like they could just yeah. move the story along really they just had to explain something and then the character's like okay yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was fun <laughs> and, and easy to convince and i thought that was pretty cool a, a good way to to move the story along and not really dwell on it like trying to convince monel you know he needs to tell his father you know not, not spend a lot of time on that that was cool and i really did enjoy um seeing barry and Kara together they're they're always fun to see partnering up yeah yeah if we could get some sort of show that had barry and Kara and win and cisco some sort of super flash or flash girl i don't know yeah what'd you think about uh flash kind of dissing superman man uh yeah that's just (laughs) a funny part of the song i i don't think he uh i think he's just trying to be funny also he doesn't know anything about superman and has never met him so he doesn't even exist on his earth, so I, I don't think it, it means much. Yeah. So the show ends with Barry again proposing to Iris, so I think this is two proposals in th- three or four episodes. 
uh it's a pretty good yeah. ratio yeah something like that <laughs> he's he's moving along yeah so this was the the one part where i i sort of cringed a little bit uh i i think it's absolutely romantic of barry but just because you know they realize they should be together doesn't change anything else that happened before right and like this is how this is my the same thing with car and monel and and barry and iris it's like oh well we were being wrong. That was silly. Now we have no problems. Everything's perfect. Um, but still, the whole time when Barry started singing, and I, I realize that's romantic personally, uh, it's it's just tough to watch because I'm thinking from Iris's perspective, she's got to be thinking like, okay, you're just proposing to me. We just decided we shouldn't do this because you just want to change the future, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking all those same things. Um, but in the end, she's like, oh, that's fine. Let's do it. Yeah, it's the it's because they spent so much time on the show, like setting up, like making sure you knew she doesn't have a ring on her hand in the future. And Wally gets upset because he goes to the future and doesn't see the ring. And like they have the big falling out and everything. And everybody's so upset. And Barry like says, okay, I'm going to stop trying to change the future. And then you go to a musical for 25 minutes and you come back and you're like, no, nah, I'm going to change the future. Even though <laughs> yeah. it's not the motivation still, but it is what's happening. So, I don't right. Know. <laughs> like, I, I think he's doing it this time for the right reasons, but everything that caused the problem two episodes ago is still there. He still hasn't said anything to Joe that we know of. Right. 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 Yes, Joe. No. Um, so it's, I, I don't know what's changed other than them being in this musical. And I don't think that was enough to change their, their relationship. Yeah. But I do think he is doing it for the right reason this time. Yeah. So do I. Well, anything else about this episode? Uh, not really. I mean, it was it was just more more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. So that was nice. I don't know if I'll go back and rewatch it anytime soon, but it was it wasn't quite as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was overall a fun episode, and, and uh, there's a lot of cool moments in there that we didn't even get to, like with Joe and Stein, yeah, uh, being <laughs> Iris's dad, dads, and uh, and lots of other fun moments like that that. We didn't get to, but I, I don't think this is something I'm going to rewatch a thousand times, but I did have fun with it and enjoyed it. Yeah. So next week's episode, we get to see Abracadabra in the trailer. What'd you think of this? Yeah. So we are getting back to the Savitar storyline a little bit um, because supposedly Abracadabra has some information about Savitar. He says he knows who he is. Um, so that was kind of the big question that they teased a little bit. Um, the last episode and so yeah i'm interested to get some more information um he's an interesting character he's from the 64th century and yeah. he's like a failed stage ma magician there and he comes back because his magic is cooler now because it's in the past uh so yeah i'm interested to see this uh see this go down is he he's a member of the rogue gallery right um i don't i don't know i'm not 100 percent sure i think so um but he uh but it's interesting. I thought, you know, we talked about this sort of being like a Supergirl's mixy episode. Yeah. Uh, but it's weird that they're doing this back to back with Music Meister. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe they have a darker, you know, if it's going to be a dark take or if it's going to be a goofy episode or what. But it would be weird to have two goofy ones back to back. But yeah, I think it can work. Yeah. And when I said Rogue Gallery, I meant the Rogues. And he is a part of the Rogues. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm sure there's many different iterations too. Somewhere he is and somewhere he isn't. All right, well, that is all we've got for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow.
Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.